Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Go ahead and post in the chat what you want to talk about. I mean, you all showed up for a reason. You wanted to hear something. So let's let's get it going. Let's post in the chat what you're looking for, what you feel like you need help on right now, what your questions are. Let's go ahead and do that. We've been dealing with a lot of interesting things in, in our coaching calls, as well as our uh, guys that are trying to come into the program, noticing a lot of interesting trends amongst a lot of you and has everything to do with your own lack of identity and identity is fucking huge. Um, I've been um, focusing a lot, even on my own identity and looking at what are the hidden commitments and the hidden lies, the hidden things that I believe about myself, that I believe about life, etc. This work never stops guys. The work never fucking stops. It is a constant. And I will tell you this is that your ROI is commensurate to the investments you make, right? And so like when I look at this past weekend, I was at a conference for salespeople and some good friends of mine and they put it on. It's like, you know, a lot of it's like basic stuff. I already know, but I went there as a learner. I went there to invest in myself and invest in my time to get something out of it. And I got quite a few gold nuggets, had some good networking, uh, found some good salespeople potentially to come work for us, et cetera. But it really comes back to this, this thing of identity of knowing who you are. And if you don't know who you are, how are you going to know where you're going? How are you going to know what kind of man you want to become? Again, those of you that are just hopping on, please uh, go ahead and post your, uh, your stuff below. Joe, are you on yet? There we go. I'm on now. You made it home. You made yeah. it home later. So, so, it's this, so weird. I went to this use crew, my it wasn't working. This crew has been super quiet for me, like, which is kind of weird because some of them I I've seen here many times. And and I'm saying, hey, this is an opportunity to ask your questions. And they're just like, uh, we don't know what to ask you. They're I guess they're just so used to us talking. I don't know. Well, it looks like yeah. we just got one from Joe. Just got divorced after being separate for a year. We we're still okay with each other hanging out. Sometimes is that normal? Is it normal to hang out after divorce? It's an interesting no. question. I don't think it is, in my opinion. I don't think it is. I think it will stifle your healing process mm -hmm. because it's a way for you to mask your feelings and not actually deal with the real pain. At the same time, I think it's it's healthy to move on. Now you got kids together. That's that's understandable. But I think a lot of times when people do that, it shows actually where the marriage really was, um, which which is that like they could have found a way to make it work because if you're able to hang out afterwards, that's usually an indicator. You probably could have found a way to make it work, but ultimately that other person or you, whatever, didn't want it to work. And, and if it's the wife where like the wife wanted to lean out and she wanted to get divorced and she goes and gets divorced and then she's like, Oh, Hey, you want to hang out and hang out with me? Like that says everything about your boundaries. Yeah. Everything about your boundaries. Like you lack boundaries. Um, graduated from Thrive and found Neutral Woman to be a great tool. Could you talk about the advanced use of it, different levels of using it? Ooh, this is a this is a deep question. Lance, you want to hop on and ask me that? 
personally so I can get a little little better understanding of what you're asking? There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We got you, Lance. Go for it. Okay, good deal. So uh, after I graduated Thrive, uh, I decided for myself to go ahead and proceed with the divorce because that was best for my personal growth. And uh, Neutral Woman was just such a fantastic tool that's uh, actually helped us uh, have good communication on a regular basis, uh, especially as we deal with our uh, child custody and exchanges and things like that. Um, but I, I saw the wisdom in the, uh, the neutrality and the, the levels of it, how it was a scale as it's progressed. But uh, I was just looking for maybe an idea, how high does it go? What, what is the scale? Uh, you know, it, at the beginning I learned, you know, that uh, not to regard her as a safe space and uh, excuse me, can I talk to you later? Thank you. Boundaries, I love uh, it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I've got people working. <laughs> Such a boss. Keep going, I got you. Right, right. Uh, they, they kind of distracted me. So it, it's new, the, the neutral woman technique helped uh, maintain a lot of uh, the, the boundaries and the positive communication of boundaries. Um, I saw like, you know, as if you're talking to somebody in the grocery store with one of your examples. And if somebody's friendly, then you tend to be friendly or back. If somebody's not being friendly, well, then you're, you don't chat with them. And uh, they, that actually helped me learn a lot of different boundary levels as I progress. Um, but I'm, I, I don't know what the next level is for me. I, I, I'm trying to figure that out. I feel like I'm missing something in, in the next step uh, of, of making my uh, communications work better. So are you talking and, specifically about with your ex-wife or in general with people? Uh, with my ex-wife. Okay. So you feel like you used Neutral Woman, so that helped you neutralize the power she has. That was a part of it. And right. then that worked through the divorce, et cetera. But now you find yourself stuck where? Like what specifically is coming up that's causing you to think you're missing something? So I, I feel like like we're on the edge of uh, starting to develop a new friendship. Um. Uh, I, in, in Thrive, they talk about redefining your marriage. Mm -hmm. So we decided that against the marriage, but it feels like we have a friendship that's worth saving in there. And the other guy was just mentioning, is it normal to you know, hang out with your ex and stuff? So like my ex uh, has worked with my business for 20 years. And mm -hmm. that was actually her that had just come over because she's helping me today. I, I gave her a call because I was shorthanded. Um, and we, main, we maintain positive communication overall, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm missing a step. I'm missing a... Uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have the right word for it. Okay. So what is it that you feel like you need to accomplish 
that's causing you to feel like you're missing a step. I'm sorry, could you say that again? I didn't quite understand. Yeah. What is it that you feel like you want to accomplish and or do in your communication with her that right now is making you feel like you can't get there? Like, clearly, it's like you have an idea or a vision of what it should be, but it's like you're stuck in something that's keeping you from being where you want to be. So, so with that said, it's like, what's the end goal that you're trying to attain? Um, what I'm looking at, and so, so my daughter has communicated that her favorite times are when all three of us are together. And uh, my ex is with a new guy, and mm-hmm. I'm at a point, I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me. Um, I, I don't know how to uh, establish, you know, a a, a friendship to, to 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 integrate as as a family. Um, I guess there's like a, an emotional bond, and I'm trying to find the balance of the emotional and the neutrality, and mm-hmm. establish the boundaries of communication. Yeah. Uh, especially with the different relationships happening. Yeah. So essentially, here's the thing, right? Is what we really want to do is have a clear understanding of what that relationship should look like for us. Right. So what you have to do is define what you want your relationship with your ex-wife to look like so that A, you maintain your own boundaries and and right. B, you're not doing it just to please your daughter. Because no, I what's it also. I, I miss the friendship, I miss the communication, I miss the input. Right. And the it, problem it, with that, the problem with that is that you can easily put yourself in a precarious position if you're not careful. Meaning it's so easy to get sucked back in, and then you find yourself in da- dangerous territory because you're still trying to heal. And when you're still trying to heal, right. if you keep going back, you're opening that wound up again. And while Maybe it doesn't bother you right now with the guy. Those feelings can come quickly. And suddenly you'll find yourself in a whirlwind of emotion. Like maybe she looked at you a certain way that she used to, or maybe she wore something that reminded you of something. And suddenly the romantic feelings start to come back, but then you start to feel jealous or you start to feel a certain way because gosh, I still miss her. I still love her. And then you've got this other guy in the situation and your head starts thinking, well, what if maybe we could rekindle whatever? This has everything to do with you just being honest with yourself about what you ultimately want and what you haven't let go of. Because it sounds like what I'm hearing is you haven't fully let go of the old marriage. And it's almost like you're trying to create an, it's like you're trying to create a new marriage in a new way, but you're doing it in a very indirect and manipulative way. And so it, what's, what's possible is that she could take that as, oh, he's just being friendly, et cetera. And then next thing you know, you're putting yourself in a position where you do want to be back and you do want to have that. And then you make a pass or you kiss her or whatever. And then it's like all kinds of confusion happens. Right. So, so not being manipulative is a, a huge thing for me because yeah. that, that was one of the, the great lessons I learned in Thrive. I, I was trying to make things happen and I was uh, not doing it in a healthy way. And, and, and I own that. I'm okay with that. And I don't want to be on that path. You know, I want healthy progression, healthy 
family interaction. Um, I do have a vision of what I want it to look like, but uh, I, I don't really have any uh, romantic interest right now. Uh, I, I'm focused on myself. I'm focused on uh, getting my business back together. I'm focused on being a dad. Uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I tell people I found Lance 2.0 and I have an idea of what, what Lance 3 is going to look like, and that's what I'm trying to head. But uh, I, I don't know how to express it. I guess I, 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 want, I want to be able to let things happen naturally, and it feels like uh, Neutral Woman is the, the right tool mm -hmm. and that's helped get me to this spot and maintain the, the healthiness. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to be manipulative, though, and I, 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 I don't want to be perceived as being manipulative. Yeah. And I, I know I've done that in the past, and uh, her and I have communicated about that. I'm still trying to break the, I learned a new word, schema. <laughs> I'm trying to break the schema of it, her, her memory of me being that way. Yep. Um, was that helpful? That was, that was helpful. Uh, it, awesome. I, I definitely uh, had not thought about it being manipulative, and I, I'm definitely going to take a closer look at that. I think maybe I'm just trying to, to push too fast and that I need to be a little calmer again and let things progress a little more naturally. Uh, and as, as you were saying, I needed to, to, to reflect more and, and, and be more honest with myself. I was kind of running the truth serum things through my head. Yeah. And I was seeing that uh, I was starting to feel that need. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. Yep. And uh, I, need, I need to back off of that. that. That was what I needed to hear there, I think. Yeah, Thank you. you're welcome. I mean, one of the exercises we do in Thrive Plus, which is after Thrive, is we call it stripping the old identity. And I think that would that would be something where if you were in Plus, that would be my recommendation is to like really start working on stripping some of that old stuff off. Because as you strip that down and you start to see who you are outside of that relationship, that's where you can actually gain power and ownership and mastery. Um, when you still when you are still seeing yourself in the context of that relationship that you had. You're, you're still holding on to the 80% that's keeping you from where you want to go. So the Pareto principle, the 20-80 rule, right? Which is you're going to get 80% of your gains are going to come from 20% of the work you do. Well, in this case, what's happening is it's like you keep going back to the old 80% instead of letting go of it. And that old 80% is keeping you from where you want to go. And so ultimately, as we continue to level up, that's what we're doing, right? We're letting go of the old. It's the snake skin, right? We're getting rid of the old snake skin, uh, the old old stuff that's holding us back. And literally that relationship is still holding you back. So it's like, you have to go get freedom from the relationship, healing from the relationship before you can even be put in a powerful position to be in a relationship with your ex-wife. And this is why I said that to Joe, the earlier, the same thing, which is you're, you're basically just in a, in a zone of familiarity as opposed to being uncomfortable and getting into a okay. zone of a zone of inadequacy, right? And most men fight the feelings of inadequacy by doing things that feel comfortable to them. Instead of instead of leaning into that pain of inadequacy, of feeling like, man, I failed, I didn't do well, I, I didn't do this right. Let me go back to that because it's easier, it's safer, it feels it feels more home, right? 
And ultimately it's like, we have to create a new home. Just like if you ever moved in a house and like the first night you're in that house, it feels weird, right? You're like, it's not my house. It's somebody else's house. Whether you bought it or rent, it doesn't matter. But six months later, a right. year later, you just like, it, you put your stuff in there. You come home every night. It feels like home. It's the same thing with a relationship. It's like at first, when you get out of that relationship and you're living in a completely different place, it feels weird. But over time, the more space you give yourself and the more you allow yourself to enter into that world, it's actually becomes really productive and it, and it feels really amazing. I, that's why for me, I took that, that time of a couple of years between my old marriage and my new marriage, or excuse me, my, my ex marriage and my current marriage, where I lived in a bachelor pad, I had my own house and, and, and got comfortable there and made sure I enjoyed life without being in a relationship. Because that's what too many of you do is you hop from one thing to one thing. And in your case, instead of hopping into a new relationship, you're just hopping back to the old relationship in like your own kind of sideways kind of way. So it's like, you can still have your cake and eat it too. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I definitely think, I don't know where you're at, but like, if you, if you didn't look at plus, that's definitely where somewhere you need to uh, look at is have, have a conversation with Joe about Thrive Plus. No, I, I, I did look at plus. Uh, you guys did a great job uh, of teaching me how to invest in myself. And uh, of course, uh, since I decided on the divorce, I ended up uh, having to juggle finances and stuff. So I, I, yeah. I am reinvesting and uh, I'm still uh, absolutely interested in uh, doing more Thrive in the future. You guys were great. Yeah, I would love to have you to an event, you know, because now we're doing events, you know, different uh, quarterly events, like in person, like we have one coming up this month in, in Nashville um, that would be phenomenal for you. So we'd love to, we'd love to meet you in person. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.